0: Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, this past week, you were on the Guest of Honor podcast with Namisha Shra. I listened to it and I wanted to do a bit with you about... <laughs> <laughs> Great. On the show, you were doing like these neighborhood favorites, I guess, of your favorite spots around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. She was trying to guess, she was trying to anticipate what your favorite spot was before she, you can even say it. So I want to do it with you, this time doing an East Side edition, because she didn't cover any of the East Side, which is totally fine. (laughs) <laughs> I want to do it with you. We'll start with Bellevue, okay? Okay. So just like Namisha, I'm going to count down three, two, one, mm-hmm. and we'll say it at the same time. So Bellevue, are you ready?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> you always like to surprise me with these questions. I haven't been to Bellevue in like, I don't know, since February.
0: <laughs> First thing that comes up. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Whatever Arthur Monica rubble. says. <laughs> <laughs> I still <laughs> like- Drive through Boba, Monica. I Drive through Boba I'm. hasn't been in business. I know. But I would since never, March. But
1: I wouldn't know because that's when COVID began. So technically it, you know, they could just be taking a, a break.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, clearly we didn't get that one. I said whatever Monica says, so that that wasn't okay. That I'm the worst. We weren't syncing with that one. Okay, we'll do Kirkland. We'll do Kirkland, okay? Kirkland, I think will I, I think we'll be in sync here. Yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. The, the box and burgers. Yep. Okay. There we go. So we're on a roll. We're one. We're one for two. We're on a roll, guys. All right. Last one. Issaquah. Ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you got yours? Okay. Three, two, one. Monica doesn't have one because she's d- never been to Issaquah. I've been. Here, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> actually, you know, isn't that old timey diner there? Triple X diner.
0: They do have Triple X diner. Yeah. I haven't oh. been there. I haven't had a, a root beer float from there in a long, long time.
1: Yeah, there's something about a root beer float. So I don't go there often. I mean, years will pass before I go there. But their root beer float is so epic. And I just, you know, we have to get like a huge one and like share straws. But, you know, we don't do that anymore because COVID. But still, mm-hmm. I just love a good root beer float occasionally. And Triple X has, has a good one. So I have been to Issaquah. Nelson, Boom. <laughs>
0: That was a good interview on the guest of honor podcast, Monica. I listened to it after listening to it. You and I have a lot of different views on favorite foods and restaurants. Mm-hmm. One, you outed me as not, not being a dessert guy. That hurts. <laughs> that, hurts. that hurts. That hurts a lot. Look, I like dessert. I don't detest desserts <laughs> as Monica says I do. I it's just that if I have a 72 ounce porterhouse, for one, I'm not gonna have time for dessert to eat dessert, okay? Because I'm gonna be eating a 72 ounce porterhouse. I'm gonna be so full, I can't sneak in a tiramisu. All right, mm-hmm. I'm just that's just the facts here. Yes, uh, but was I right in picking Snowy Village? Is that your favorite dessert place? Snowy Village is yes because there's n- <laughs> probably I don't know, I have to think about this. Snowy Village is pretty good. I, I like nanas. Nana's parfaits are really good oh, too yeah. as well. It's so good. The reason I say Snowy Village is there's not a lot of options mm-hmm. around here. Mm-hmm. Hot cakes, I guess. Like I guess it's kind of a cliche choice. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I learned a lot though. I still learned just because I've known you for three years and we've done 116 episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize Vietnamese food is your favorite food of choice because it's hard for you to make it at home. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I kind of suck at it. And, you know, thank goodness for Annie and Kenny for putting recipes on, you know, on their social media, because otherwise
0: I wouldn't know what to do at all. Great interview. That was fun. I listened to the whole thing.
1: Oh, thank you. And yeah, with my poor sound quality. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all right. This is fun. You basically treat yourself with several <laughs> gifts over the holidays, upcoming yes. holidays. So uh, that that makes up for all of it. Don't worry about it, Monica.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Oh yeah, it was kind of fun. Um yeah, it was kinda of long though, because it's been a long time since I've like talked to somebody for like an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, everyone. Well, welcome to Seattle Foodie Podcast. This is episode 117. Monica, we got several things to talk about today. We also have an interview. I'm looking at your our show notes here, and you have about three quarters of a page of What Are We Eating? So let's get through this. Let's get on through this. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. No dilly dally in here. This is this is a long list, Monica. This is good. So for me, Tuesday is of course Taco Tuesday. If you guys are LeBron James fans. So I grabbed some street tacos in Redmond at the Banditos food truck. I got four substantial street tacos for ten dollars, Monica. Wow. That was a great deal. Wow. Normally these street tacos are just they cover meat, right? they just mm-hmm. you get those regular street tacos i can barely see the tortillas on these tacos <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a great deal like i can barely get two tacos it is. For $10 here in seattle
0: it's a great deal and it was another food truck i checked out while i was in redmond another taco truck i had i didn't know what it was i had to yelp it and i found a good one mm-hmm. And then Wednesday, I went on a mini food crawl. Since I was in Seattle, stopped by Lowrider Baking Company for their holiday December flavors. They had Mm -hmm. red velvet, stuffed chocolate chai, pillow mint, and whiskey old fashioned. Yes, Monica. Of those four, which one sounds good? Guessing old whiskey old fashioned because you had an emphatic yes with that one.
1: (laughs) I'm an old fashioned kind of gal, so yeah, whiskey old fashioned.
0: Okay, they had cranberries, so I was like, okay, I love her stuffed cookies. So stuffed chocolate chai was probably my favorite one mm-hmm. i got a half dozen of that winter time means uni season monica i stopped by seattle fish guys for some uni after that i headed back to yoroshiku east side because they're doing a suika tamari bar rondo pop-up and they were making japanese curry oh my goodness so monica good. i'm like homer simpson drools like oh <laughs> <laughs> i got the chicken katsu with fua umami egg omelet oh that omelet i just so soft Mm -hmm. they are having pop-ups maybe twice or three times a week there for the next couple weeks which is kind of interesting yeah for everybody that's on the east side if you are like me that don't want to head out to capitol hill or don't have time to Mm -hmm. but you're in the east side in bellevue area definitely stop by your east side and get some curry they're making some other specials there too Mm, sounds good Thursday. Wow. So many days of eating this week. Are we on lockdown? I don't know what's going on here. I know. How come we're eating more during lockdown? I don't know. I don't know. What's happening? <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> Trying got to, we got to support those businesses like how can we possibly think about having abs nelson when there are businesses that need our help <laughs> no
0: the abs <laughs> if you believe in reincarnation i'm going to be like two reincarnated lives before i get abs i'm going to be there, <laughs> being honest with you but anyway so on thursday i went out to bellevue square and i checked out me crepe they specialize in chinese crepes otherwise known as jenbing and i got the peking duck these crepes are massive. Don't expect to have French style crepes like Nutella. I also tried out their crawfish bento and the beef and cheese grilled cold noodles. If you're looking for a lunch option or snack while shopping in Bellevue Square, I think you guys should check out Me Crepe. Mm-hmm. It's just right above Happy Lemon if, the, if you guys need a landmark there. Monica, yeah. I mean, these crepes were gigantic.
1: <laughs> so they probably use like a, a savory crepe batter, but are you saying they don't mm-hmm. have any sweet crepes at all?
0: They do have sweet crepes. Yeah, okay. They do. I, have, I think they have ice cream crepes too as well. Yeah. But when I got there, they didn't have them available. Mm-hmm. But I think over the weekend they did. But I went there on Thursday to get that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think a crepe batter is really good for ice cream. It just holds up much, much better than a really mm-hmm. like thin
0: French crepe. Absolutely. Oh, and Monica, you'll like this. <laughs> you'll be happy about this. The McRib is back, Monica. I know how much of a McRib fan you are. Mm-hmm.
1: McRib is so big in Hawaii, you guys, for real. Like McRib
0: is the bomb in Hawaii. (laughs) Really?
1: Is that what it is? Okay.
0: I didn't know why you're such a huge McRib fan because I, okay. It
1: doesn't seem like me, right? It doesn't seem like something I'd be interested in. It's just culturally, Mm -hmm. it's something that's always been a thing in Hawaii since the day it started. So that's where I get it from. Hawaiians love McRib.
0: I got the McRib and large fries delivered to me. We seldom see each other in November, Monica. When we did, I was wearing a mask. So you didn't see my mustache for November. You didn't <laughs> I have grow a mustache. <laughs> right. I did. I grew out a mustache <laughs> to raise cancer awareness. We used to do this all the time with my coworkers. Like, yeah. We weren't able to... have facial hair at work but the only thing we can have is mustaches so we can't have Mm -hmm. goatees can't have beards but we have mustaches
1: i demand photo evidence
0: I will send it to you after the show. <laughs> well, McDonald's did a promotion this past week. If you showed up with a clean-shaven face, you would get a free McRib in the first week of December. Ah, so I that was it. pretty cool. Yeah. So, Monica, if you shaved your mustache, right, <laughs> you would and have I gotten a free it, McRib.
1: And I call it mustache. I know a lot of women call it lip hair. I'm just like, it's a mustache. I have a mustache. <laughs> and i'm totally fine with it
0: this should apply for all men and women right so if you shaved you, you should if a female shaves and you show up at the drive-thru you should be able to get a free McRib too oh, why should so. it discriminate just for men i'm just right, wondering right yeah. if
1: i'm clean shaven i should get a free McRib
0: exactly, that exactly. Came out wrong. <laughs> so wrong! Oh my goodness. Uh, so that's what I pretty much ate this week, Monica. Yeah, I actually thought I would stay at home a lot, but it turns out I did a lot of golfing and I did a lot of eating as well.
1: Wait, did you lose at golf again?
0: I did. I went golf twice this. Wow. <laughs> Why do you think I was in Redmond?
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, what is he doing in Redmond? <laughs>
0: Went golfing mm-hmm. and oh, I totally forgot. I went to the Shell Station because we went to Jefferson Park for some deli fried food. Mm. I got some gizzards. I totally forgot about that. I didn't even write it into my notes. <laughs> I'm so mad. Their catfish sold out in five minutes. I was two people in front of me. They got catfish and the other person got two pieces of catfish mm-hmm. and it was all gone. I couldn't even get the catfish. So I had to get <laughs> a three quarter pound of gizzards, jalapeno poppers and a corndog, Monica. Mm. Yes. Living the life. That's my life right there.
1: Yes, that's a good, good (laughs) life for sure.
0: okay now Monica I'm looking at your list tell me everything you ate this week oh my <laughs> oh, believe it or not this isn't even everything
1: I, I didn't add the secret eating parts <laughs> <laughs> okay so after our, our show last week Nacho Mamas was actually up at uh, near Ridgecrest pub so I got their special which was their Cantonese barbecue pork nachos now I've never had the special before but I gotta say it's got to be one of my favorites so far because pork is very tender flavorful the cheese was really creamy and decadent and I love that their cheese doesn't separate because I think a lot of people who melt cheese haven't figured out that secret yet. They mm-hmm. do a great job of it. And then they have like pickled onions and then they have fresh bell peppers. So that contrast of like the fresh and the pickled is, is really good. So I loved it. My favorite on the regular menu, of course, is the uh, street corn with pork belly. But for specials, this I think is at the top of my list. It was really good. And oh, boo, I had to go into the office last week. And it's still kind of hard to find places to eat in the business district. But luckily, Piroshky Poroshki was open. And so They've been saving me when I go downtown and I bought a bunch for lunch. And so I shared with a couple of people who popped up in the office that day and then a bunch to bring home to the family. I got to say like they're the spicy Yuli sausage isn't it's just incredible. It's one of my favorites and it's just juicy and spicy in all the right places. So I love it. It's really good
0: for your co-workers, Monica. I think this holiday season you should buy them all cactuses or <laughs> plants That don't need water. Right. I have the
1: worst coworkers. There is, it's like, A plant graveyard over there, and you know, I want to blame COVID, but it really wasn't because plants were dying before that. It's just COVID accelerated the the death, and they still haven't gotten rid of that dead tulip. I didn't take a picture of it, but that dead tulip is still in there, and they've been in there, by the way, in the office. So hmm, yes, cactus. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Cole's baking this week with cinnamon rolls, and it needs a little bit of work, but it's definitely better than any cinnamon roll that I've ever made. So I've been receiving messages from people about when he's gonna start selling the goods or have a pop-up so you know he he does have a food handler's permit so you know we just need a commercial kitchen and we're down or maybe a cottage kitchen
0: <laughs> it's good that you criticize your son's food and not say everything tastes really good oh. <laughs> i appreciate that yeah no, no, i appreciate no. your honesty there monica
1: well doesn't <laughs> hey my kid does not get an a plus for effort sorry <laughs> that's that's not how it works in my house <laughs> we we don't tell lies in my house <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you it- Good, Do you feel like Cole's teachers feel like he has a higher expectation because of who his mom is?
1: I'm not sure um, because you know I really haven't gotten to meet his teachers this year because we just had like an online open house, so I, I really don't know them. I only correspond with a couple of them. But you know, I I was telling my husband today, you know, I want to tell Cole to work harder, and he should be doing like this. He should be reading this books, and he should be doing this extra work. And I'm just like, but he has a 4.0, so what am I supposed to say to that? I mean, mm-hmm. like A plus is not good enough so so yeah we we're just having a conversation yeah he just views work as work and kind of like he's very pragmatic and and that's the thing that's why he's like me he's he's pragmatic about the world and kind of accepts a lot of things for just what they are when I ask him how food was when he says pretty good that means really good I mean and he gets that from me and I didn't realize it until I was giving feedback to somebody at work I said it's pretty good she's like oh my god yes and I'm all what that means it's really good <laughs> so who knows
0: but monica as people are aware you're kind of a big deal
1: (laughs) i'm not Big deal. I'm a big head, (laughs) but I'm not. I'm a big deal. No, you know, and because we don't go out much, Cole actually doesn't get to see people approach me on the street. I mean, normally that's what would be happening if I were at the markets or a festival. Mm -hmm. So he got to witness a lot of that. Remember, we had no festivals this year, so it's actually been a long time since he's seen somebody recognize me outside the house and and try to come Mm -hmm. talk me up. So I I think he kind of forgot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Remember, he has no social media presence by choice.
0: That's right. Yeah, he's a weird kid. All right. So what else did you eat, Monica? A
1: lot, a lot. So work has me (laughs) exhausted. And on Friday, I was just out of it, and I could not bring myself to leave the house. I just wanted to sleep. And I had heard that Wingstop had free delivery, and so I got lunch for me and Cole. The Louisiana rub was on my mind because I saw that at hunger Don't Lie posted about. I'm just like, oh my god, that's like my favorite rub there. And so I had it delivered, and I didn't have to use like a delivery app or anything. It was Wingstop, and I got to tip the driver and the workers, and so that was. Really good, nice. you know. Wings, I can't go a week without wings. Like, who does that? I can't either. It's, it's just
0: hard. <laughs> wings, yeah, I wings, I feel like, is this weekly staple in my <laughs> right. diet. It's,
1: it's so I gotta do wings every week, I gotta do pizza every week, mm-hmm. burgers, and yeah, maybe every other week. Uh, yeah, it's just oh, too much. You know, I was really surprised. I have to say, the most popular content of the week for me was that lemon. Did you see that lemon I posted?
0: Remind me because I didn't. I don't remember. I think I yeah. saw. I don't remember what lemon you're talking I about. I
1: posted a, a variegated pink lemon, and so mm. its outside is kind of yellow, and it kind of has like these green stripes, and it's pink flesh. People are like lemon crazy, like for real. That was my most popular content on my stories <laughs> this week. I was like, whoa, this is serious. But my second most popular content was actually people messaging me about kookarusa. Because a lot of people didn't know that they were still around. So, they don't have any storefronts open, but you can always order online. And if you sign up for the emails, this is a pro tip. So, I sign up for the emails and you get notified of specials. So, I got six large bags of popcorn for $57. And that's a deal, guys. So, Cucuruza uh, is still out there and I'm still ordering things because I like sweets. <laughs> Oh, so I had a cookie party. You and I were both thinking about cookies this week, Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yes, because
0: National Cookie Day was last Friday.
1: Oh, is that it? I don't know. I don't like yes. those holidays. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever day I say it is.
0: <laughs> Thanks for not reading my captions, Monica, on my post. I appreciate that. I put a lot of effort into those captions, and you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh,
1: your pictures are nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i went the to patronizing
0: that. is strong wow
1: wow that was wow okay okay i feel attacked
0: i feel attacked is it is, is that what you're about to say three two one i feel attacked no no
1: <laughs> ouch it hurts <laughs> Okay, so I went to Bell's Cookie Company, and they have a location in Fremont, and Sweet Nothings and More was popped up there on Saturday, so that means I could get delicious cookies and pastries all in one visit, so who wouldn't love that? Always a sucker for s'mores cookies, so I had to have it. Oh, from Sweet Nothings and More, they had an eggnog croissant, and I didn't initially pick that out, so I was buying a whole bunch of things. When Alina was, uh, the owner, was ringing me up, she was like, you know what, you gotta try this eggnog croissant. I'm all, seriously? She's like, yeah. And when I got home, it was, like, my mind was literally blown the croissant itself is soft and buttery and then on the exterior it was all crispy like cinnamon and sugar and so that was delightful and then there was like eggnog cream in the center and I, it was one of those times where I actually had to savor it you know and so I just it took a while to eat it because I just wanted to enjoy it so it was great and my family loves the pastry so much that I think I'm going to be signing up for the Sunday care packs uh, from Sweet Nothings and More because uh, they deliver on Sundays for, for $25 for a box and they'll bring it to your house and sometimes Even go up to the north end as far as Everett, but not to the east as far as Issaquah. Sorry, Nelson.
0: (laughs) Are you a big eggnog fan, Monica? I forgot. I don't know if I asked you this like last year or. uh, Are you a big eggnog?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I okay. So here's the deal about eggnog. Um, I didn't grow up drinking eggnog, and I didn't like it when I drank like commercially produced eggnog, like you buy it out of the carton. It wasn't until I'd say I was well into my adulthood that somebody gave me fresh homemade eggnog, and that's what changed it for me. So ever since then, I make my own eggnog every year, and it's a big batch, and so half of it goes in the fridge, and half of it goes in the freezer, and so I make eggnog Mm. ice cream. My brother usually likes the ice cream, and I just, I'm pretty much the only one who drinks the eggnog, but it's controversial because you can make it with raw eggs, which I do, or you can temper the eggs, which most people do. So I I mean, I figure, I eat a lot of raw eggs anyway. Like, what's the difference in drinking it as opposed to, like, popping it on my food? You know what I'm saying?
0: Monica, Rocky, Moni BC. Seattle. <laughs> this past week I've been craving eggnog Heavy. and I don't drink a lot and I'm, I'm not fancy like you. So mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be happy to buy the industrial eggnog mm-hmm. that's at your, with your grocery stores, but I'll just get like a pint right. because okay. I, I can't handle a whole half gallon or whatever oh, they sell. <laughs> so, it's the heaviest lactose drink. known to man
1: besides like <laughs> milk. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a gut buster for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I have to make you some sometime.
0: Yeah. Cool. And then I can show you my Movember mustache. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Mustache,
1: the alleged Movember mustache.
0: I feel like I'm gonna text you right now while we're on the show. While we're on the air that i gonna show you Movember mustache. I feel
1: like you're gonna send me. Remember those like etch-a-sketch pads where you used to put the mustache with the magnet? on the- <laughs> No. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of gonna look like that. <laughs> the magnetic mustache. All right. So I went to U Village and I stopped by Shake Shack and, you know, the fam just had a craving. It's been a long time since we've been to Shake Shack. Pro tip for the one at U Village, you definitely want to order on the app because the lines can be long. And definitely if you're driving, avoid the street next to it, because what there is is like a bunch of food delivery cars illegally parked. And it really makes a mess for traffic to get around. I did not enjoy that. The Food was great. Shakes were great. And then I stopped by Hello Robin because, even though I had cookies for breakfast that day. I mean, come on come on i'm all about treating yourself <laughs> and so I, I went and got another the Mackelsmore. it's my favorite but it's by far my favorite and so i had to have more 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 more
0: cookie heaven this week i know <laughs> I, I just like cookies
1: mm. <laughs> all right that's it for the eating
0: yeah good eats oh, well good no, eats. it's
1: not all the eating we ate some more so nelson we have a recap
0: Normally, we have our recaps at the beginning of our show, but we're going to combine our recap and our interview because they're both related, Monica. Mm -hmm. The good people at c -C Wild Alaska Fish sent us a bounty of fish. I'm talking Copper River Sockeye Salmon, Smoked Sable Fish slash Black Cod, Copper River Coho Smoked Salmon, Wild Alaska Halibut Spread, which my dad loves, by the way. Mm -hmm. We also got some furikake as well as some Bullwhip Hot Sauce. Lots of fish there, Monica. Mm -hmm. I don't know where to begin with this.
1: Well, I know where to begin. Uh, So I haven't posted it yet, but I prepared the Copper River sockeye. I did like a ginger soy glaze, and then I made a tropical fruit relish, and it Mm. it is incredible. So I haven't posted it yet, but I will. And then right now, I have marinating in the fridge, that black cod. It's in a miso dressing right now, getting ready to cook later on this week. And so I'm so excited, so excited. And I had bagels and lox this morning. even went out and got some capers and whipped cream cheese and some red onions, so it's all, it's all delightful.
0: Taking advantage of all that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> a really great product by CNA-C. Mm-hmm. It is. It comes frozen, but mm-hmm. you can defrost it by putting it under hot water. Or you can just lay it out the night before in the mm-hmm. fridge and mm-hmm. it'll defrost. It'll be fresh when you open it. Mm-hmm. My family has been eating a lot of black cod lately. And we got really excited when we got black cod delivered to us. You did it with a miso. Mm-hmm. Marinade, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been doing an Asian recipe too as well, more of a Cantonese style with garlic, scallions, and green onions mm. and with some soy sauce and sesame oil. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it with a thicker sauce using it some little cornstarch and nice. it has been so good. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to make that and take pictures of it to show you guys mm-hmm. what it looks like. And it's a great product, Monica.
1: It is. And I'll second that, Nelson. I mean, I think I've eaten I've eaten a lot of fresh fish in my life, a lot of frozen fish in my life. What I like about this is I don't know what kind of like sorcery they're using to pack this fish, <laughs> but it doesn't defrost like frozen fish. So, just, no, so just, just so you all know, if I go and eat ahi somewhere, I can tell if it's been frozen because because of the texture and water content in it. That's not the case with this fish. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but it is like it's fresh. It is delightful. So it is a high quality product.
0: And you guys, right now, Sina C is available to order. This great gift, makes for a great gift for friends and family or for just for yourself if you want to get it. And then Monica, linking this to our recap, tell us about our interview today.
1: Today's interview is with Sina Wheeler, owner of Sina Sea Wild Alaskan Fish. She and her husband, Rich, run this third generation family business. As you heard from us just now, their fish is delicious and we had a chance to talk more about the company. Here's our interview with Sina Wheeler. How? All right. Welcome to the show, Sina. Hello. Glad to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, Let's start off by, why don't you tell us about Sina Sea and how people can get your fish in their hands?
2: Okay. Well, Sina Sea is our family business. My husband and I were from the Pacific Northwest, and we come from multiple generations of fishing families out of starting in Ballard of course. So that's course. Our, our history. My husband has fished for 20 years, all in Alaska. For the last, I'd say six years or so, we've been selling our fish direct. So that would be, you know, wild Alaskan halibut, black cod, Copper River salmon, Copper River coho, sockeye, king. And really our, our mission is to bring that really high quality fish that we get so spoiled with and <laughs> bring it direct to people, so and we ship it right to people's doors. So that's really nice for these times, but it's kind of unique and special to get that premium quality handled with care and then they plus the convenience of getting it to your door. So we have a website and people order and then we ship straight to the door.
1: That's incredible. I, I love that you're talking about it being a family business and definitely roots in Ballard. I used to live in Ballard. I still love going there, even though I don't live there anymore. But when I lived in Ballard, it was definitely part of the culture there, that historic sort of industry that helped to build that area. And so I love all of those things.
2: Absolutely. I have really special memories of we would go and welcome the boats. Well, we would see them off and welcome them through the locks. Yes. Kind of a (laughs) special spot.
1: It is. It's a very special place. And I also love that you're bringing a high quality product to folks. But you know, it's not like some huge corporation or conglomeration, like you have relationship to the product, and to the people and you're making that connection. So I just really love that.
2: Absolutely. And we found that people love it. You know, people really, truly appreciate it, which is Mm -hmm. really rewarding.
1: Absolutely. We're so lucky here. And, and, you know, I mean, I think I take it for granted that I've always lived on the West Coast or near water. And when you get into some of the landlocked places, like they just don't have access to just the finest seafood that, that we do.
2: Yeah, 100%. And we get these emails from people. And we ship nationally. Mm -hmm. It's all second day on dry ice. It gets to people's door. And, you know, I get these emails from people and and it really makes me realize how lucky we are truly Mm -hmm. in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Yes, we take it a lot for granted. So speaking of all these yummy products, what are some of your most popular sellers? You already mentioned a couple of them, but like especially this time of year, like what are people loving?
2: Our Copper River sockeye is, hands down, our gold standard and is a top seller. Mm -hmm. So that one is big. Um, And then we have black cod, which is also called sablefish. In the Pacific Northwest, we know it as black cod. I knew it as black cod growing up. My dad Mm -hmm. was one of the original fishermen that switched over from halibut fishing to black cod fishing. Oh, wow. Copper River has the name behind it and certainly has the flavor and quality Mm -hmm. behind it but black cod doesn't have any push behind it it's an excellent product it's fabulous fish it's high in omega-3s it's so good but it but people haven't heard of it so that one is really fun where we we kind of enjoy introducing people to black Mm -hmm. cod and then and then hearing how much they love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and it's a life-changing fish (laughs) So black cod is another big one for us. And then we have some, let me think, we have some specialty items. Uh, You know, of course we do the smoked. We have smoked salmon bread. It's in a cream cheese spread. And then it has its own following. (laughs)
1: Uh Uh-oh, what what does that mean?
2: (laughs) We have a history at the Seattle Farmers Markets, And people would just, we would, you know, when we had it in, it would kind of come in and out of stock. Mm -hmm. When we have it in, people would buy 12 tubs of this stuff. We sell it frozen so people could store it. it it's just taken on a life of its own. So it's oh my really goodness. fun. It, it's part of our philosophy on, you know, catching the highest quality fish and then utilizing the whole fish. So we have products, smoke products. We also have what we call chop, which would be the trimmings, you know, small pieces instead of them going in the, in the garbage. Mm-hmm. And then we do something nobody else does, which is we'll scrape the backbone of the Copper River salmon with a spoon to get that tiny little bit of amazing meat right off of the backbone. We call that chop. In Alaska, they would call that scrape meat. Mm -hmm. didn't think that sounded real delicious.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of
2: course. (laughs) Sounds
1: yummy. That sounds like something I want to (laughs) eat.
2: Right. So we call that chop. It's perfect for patties and things. And then we also use, you know, trimmings and small pieces for the spreads. For us, it's all about utilizing that, you know, bringing premium pieces but also utilizing that whole fish Mm -hmm. so that's you'll find some products that you may have never seen before and we're Mm -hmm. we're proud to bring those too
1: no I love that and I think that you're right about black cod I think it's it's tremendously underrated and you know there's any number of reasons why like I it's it's not new to me in Mm -hmm. some cultures like black cod is used uh, quite a bit for multiple And so um, I love that you're helping to introduce new things that people might not be thinking about as opposed to like, you know, just them buying the usual stuff that they would in the grocery store or whatever. So that exposure is really, really
2: fun. Yeah. And delicious.
1: (laughs) And delicious. Absolutely. So you're talking a little bit about farmer's markets. So you mentioned that you're shipping and you ship nationwide, which is fantastic. But how has things changed for you in your business during the pandemic? Because you know, I don't know if you are at any markets now or how other ways that you might have been selling the products that you can't now.
2: Yeah, that's been really the biggest shift for us. Um, when we first started our, our business, we started at the Seattle Farmers Markets. And um, we have a, a history with the Seattle Farmers Markets. We were with several markets. We were at the U District, Capitol Hill, West Seattle, Queen Anne, and some others along the way. And we just loved our time there. And we have amazing customers and and a lot of our products that would be where we get our feedback we we innovated for those customers at the farmers Mm -hmm. markets you know during the pandemic we lost our booth workers we had a couple really fantastic workers and so been the biggest shift for us is that we are unfortunately no longer at the Seattle farmers markets and Mm -hmm. that has been it's a bit heartbreaking just because we love the community and being there and bringing our fish in that way so we have shifted we've always been online as well so we were you know it was maybe not quite 50-50 but now yeah. we're we're all, you know 100% online so people can find us that way but it is definitely bittersweet to um, you know yeah. be leaving that community
1: Definitely. It's great that you had the infrastructure to support online ordering. I mean, a lot of folks were not prepared for that. And so even though you weren't doing a lot of business that way, um, it was probably a good transition, whereas other folks had to sort of, you know, scramble to sort of get online ordering going. So. Yeah, you know, farmer's markets, I spend a lot of time at farmer's markets, well, spent. (laughs) Let's talk past tense here. And and that's where my roots are uh, on the streets. And you're right. There's something about a relationship about like getting to know a vendor every week through these little short conversations and questions Mm -hmm. and tastings. And there's really nothing like it. And so we're missing that right now. And we'll just sort of see what the future holds. Absolutely. Okay. So we do a segment on the show called What Are We Eating? And so I'm going to ask you some of your favorite places in Seattle, grab something to eat. And let's go about three places.
2: Okay. Well, we eat at home a lot, just to preface. Okay. (laughs) We eat a lot of fish when we eat at home. But Mm -hmm. I have, you know, obviously there's amazing places to eat in Seattle. So Mm -hmm. one of my favorite, you know, places to eat is Bastille. I know that they just, I think they just closed their doors, which is Mm -hmm. um, really unfortunate due to the pandemic. but. A shout out to them because they've mm-hmm. always been kind of a special gathering place mm-hmm. for me. I've had wonderful food at Seaplane in Kenmore. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a nice spot. Kind of underrated, too, I think. I just, I think a lot of folks in Seattle don't really know about it.
2: It's good. Mm-hmm. And, it good. well, half the meal is the people you're with.
1: <laughs> yes, of course,
2: <laughs> which we don't get to do right now. <laughs> right? And then I've had just really fun time, great sushi at Katsu Burger. uh, Oh yeah, I believe the one in Ballard. Ballard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I
1: think that's the only one that sells sushi of theirs. Yeah, and so that one's kind of fun because it's in that old skillet space, Mm -hmm. and they can open up the doors, and there's outdoor seats. I mean, well, I'm thinking about non COVID time, pre COVID -COVID, (laughs) times, of course. But yeah, Yeah. no, it is kind of a fun spot, and the fact that they serve sushi, yeah, is pre COVID.
2: And we've gone with um with We have three kids, so that's a fun place for the kids. Our kids Mm -hmm. devour sushi, though. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's right. You're a fish house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing those with us. Uh, one final question. Where can our listeners find you on social media and where are you most active? Because that's also important. Some people have accounts, but they don't use them.
2: Oh, yeah. We're most active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So you can find us at Cena C, S-E-N-A, S-E-A, mm-hmm. underscore seafoods or whatever that underline is. <laughs> underscore. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: underscore. Great. Right. Um, thank you so much for joining
2: us today, Cena. Thank you. I love it.
1: And that's our interview with Sina Wheeler. It's really great to hear that they've been able to pivot to online ordering since they can't be at farmers markets right now. I mean, I, you know, I'm a frequenter of the markets, so I kind of know the impact of that. We all miss the interaction of being together, but this, the best we can hope for for businesses: is, is that our favorites can make it through this pandemic.
0: Absolutely. It's so important to support local businesses and small businesses right now. And I'm just seeing places just struggling right now. Or I see one of my favorite spots in U District closed down recently, too. So it's really important right now that we have to support them, keep them up abreast for the holiday season.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was a lot of eating. That was. A lot that of- was. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking,
0: <laughs> mm. oh, short show, 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 as we call it. Short show, show, show. little inside joke there for all you (laughs) listeners Monica, what's going on for the next upcoming week? It's supposed to be raining, so I will not be golfing for the next week, probably for the next, probably for the rest of the month, maybe. I don't know. It might be over for me.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm cooking a lot at home. So there's a number of things that I'll be posting this week. Just that time of year, you know, I mean, like baking, I like to keep the house warm, running the oven, like to keep busy. So there's a lot of that going on. I don't think that I'm really going anywhere planned this week. So it's all up in the air.
0: I think you motivated me. I have to head out to University Village. Oh, man. It's so good out there right now. So I might be out there. I might do a table for one and just eat Jin Tai Fung and yeah. order <laughs> 36 dumplings, please. I know,
1: two baskets <laughs> of dumplings, please. And green beans and short
0: ribs and a spicy and, wonton. <laughs> and the uh, pork chop fried rice. Right. Sir, are you expecting any? No. <laughs> oh my gosh, the <laughs> server totally did that
1: to me, Jesse and Annie. We put in the order and he looked at the paper and he looked up at us and he just said, ladies, I want you to know this is kind of a lot of food. And we kind of just smiled and nodded. We're all, yeah we might order more too.
0: <laughs> how dare those servers judge I, us like that
1: i mean he tries to be nice and everything but i'm just like oh my gosh was that a lot of food you guys <laughs> <laughs> so yes they they might do that when you go by yourself yeah say- <laughs> Bring your Tupperware, though. I always think it's fun to bring your own Tupperware to restaurants to, like, start packing food up. It's my favorite.
0: Yeah, my friend brings their own Tupperware yeah. to make, uh, instead of doing the plastic containers, yep. they're like, can you make the salad in this? Mm-hmm. And it's so eco friendly Yeah. <laughs> and Monica, I'm always forgetting my Tupperware. <laughs> you know me. I have gift cards in my car. Yeah. And I even forget to bring the gift cards when I go to restaurants <laughs> because they're just sitting in my car. This is... This is how I am.
1: I have all my gift cards sitting in a box on my dining room table. Mm -hmm. And I just keep telling myself, you know, you're never going to use them if they're in there. No, I'm never going to use them. I was like, maybe I should give them away. I'm all, oh, it sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) So they just sit in this box. It's just one box and it's just full of gift cards.
0: (laughs) I think I have a gift card from Gap that's maybe 15 years old. It's, I don't know. Wow. I don't think it's usable anymore. Right. But it's just sad. I think it was like a $50 gift card too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So guys, don't ever give me gift cards. <laughs> it's not going to be spent. <laughs> give Nelson food. That's what Nelson wants. Give him food. Give me food. Like I used to think like, oh, I'll have all these iTunes gift cards. I think I have over $200 worth of iTunes gift cards that I've never used.
1: Oh my goodness. But you have a new iPhone.
0: I do have a new iPhone.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. First world problems, guys. Don't worry about it. Anyway, that's our show for tonight, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on.
1: In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also
0: email us at Seattle Foodie Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.